Our guest for today, Bongani Hubert Makubule. He is a gospel singer, music producer, teacher by profession, all the way from Mpumalanga, and has been in the music industry since 1998. I must say, Bongani, I think you're going to do some education <laughs> on the radio for us today as well. Good day and welcome to Radio Pulpit. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, greetings to your listeners and everybody who's listening to me right now. Oh, uh, I enjoy having Radio Pulpit on my ears and listening to such a powerful voice. Thank you very much for having me. Bongani, I said I think you're going to do some education for us today because I think the genre of the gospel music that you do, you are a Mukuku lead singer. Um, I, I'm not even sure that I know what that is. I'd like for you to first just tell us about the genre of gospel that you do. All right. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, this genre, it's a, a subgenre of the gospel music. You know, there are many styles in within the gospel music genre. So we call it a subgenre mm. uh, because it uh, we are putting uh, the sounds uh, in a particular way that speaks uh, mostly differently to the members of the Zion Christian Church in particular and all other people who understand uh, the genre. Because uh, the Mukuku thing, to, to, to answer your question, the Mukuku, uh, as it's uh, been given, it's not like the the house, that is, it's not like a shack. Mm, it's mm. a... It's a, it's a it's a language used within the Zion Christian Church for a male choir where normally men gather every Wednesday evening, uh, Friday evening, uh, Saturday night, and on Sunday early in the morning, praising and dancing, dressed in uh, khaki uh, suits and white mm-hmm. boots, yeah. Yes, I, I I think I have seen that and I'm so excited because we're going to play your brand new song for our listeners in a while. So please stay tuned for that. But Bongani, let's take it all the way back to Masibekela, east of Nelspreit in Pumalanga, where you were born. Tell us a bit about your upbringing. Uh, I grew up in a very small family uh, where... I am the second born there. I grew up like any other boy. You understand how it is to be a boy. At a young age, I joined a choir within the Zion Christian Church. I think I was 16 mm-hmm. uh, as a baking singer uh, in the church uh, choir. Then uh, some elders of the choir saw a potential in me and made me a lead singer. Then I never looked back up until the time when uh, the choir had to go around uh, the village uh, townships and other competitions which we won and people inspired or motivated me to continue with this thing the m- main thing that made me go solo now it's because many of these guys that we started with passed on mm. uh, choir could not function so I remained for a purpose. Uh, the purpose was to continue with what God had given me and uh, never to let obstacles stand in my way. So I started uh, recording music uh, in 2004 and released the first one in 2007 and went on to release another one in 2010. Then I released another one, another album 
as a solo artist now in 2015, uh, released another one in 2018. Mm. And I released a solo project, which I came to Radio Pulpit to talk about called Grace. Mm. Uh, that one I released it in 2021. Then in 2023, this year in March, I released this one called Vula Mechloam. The journey has been long, uh, difficult, but we are not planning to give up. Amen, amen. Bongani, in between all of this that you just mentioned, you are still a teacher by profession as well in Mpumalanga. Tell us about that calling of yours, teaching. Where did it start and why is it so important to you that you still continue to teach? All right, teaching is one of the things, uh, if I read the Bible very well, it tells me that the main thing, uh, when I just, uh, Jesus himself mm-hmm. was a teacher. Uh, they, they, his disciples would address him as a teacher. Getting an opportunity to interact with young souls, it's just like getting an opportunity to interact with people who come to church as a pastor to listen to you so those people believe in what you are going to say as a as a spiritual leader in a church so i interact with these kids to bring them emotionally uh, up and also to bring them to be marketable as we know that it is demanding now both things do not clash in a way mm-hmm. i teach young people i also teach people who are old enough when they press play on my music, the idea is to listen to what I'm going to say. So they all want to hear something from me. So basically teaching is in line with what Jesus Christ was doing. And I really love it so much. Why do you think it's important that we do have believers of Jesus Christ in the education sector of our country? It is very much important. Uh, one of the things that we need to understand is that a person is not a physical being alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a spiritual being in every person. Now, people who are Christians will be able to understand whether this child is acting out of the physical being or the, the child is acting out of the spiritual being then you can try to balance it because you are a Christian, a spiritual person. So if you are not, then you'll have a difficulty uh, understanding these things and dealing with them. Absolutely. And you touched on it now. You spoke about the spiritual aspect of um, human beings. And I've read that you believe more in the spiritual things as we should, you know, more in the the reality that is greater than what we see than the material things on earth on earth talk to us quickly just about the importance of living from a spiritual realm living from the higher place which god has called us to uh when jesus resurrected uh he went up once again they said to him god you are leaving us he said i'm not leaving you i'm leaving you with the spirit yes uh, the spirit that will guide you in every aspect that you are doing. Now, uh, being spiritual means that I'm connecting from that book that mm. obviously we don't see the physical being of Christ, yet he guides us every day. We do not have somebody who says, now don't do this, do that. There's a spiritual aspect that we need to connect to, just like any person who operates from a wi 
signal. Mm. Uh, they need that guidance to say, now uh, I've connected. It tells you turn right, turn left, go yeah. straight up. So without that, we get lost. We find ourselves exercising our our mental capacities, even where we are supposed to just let the spirit guide us. Mm. So uh, somebody who somebody who is spiritual is far better than somebody who is an intellectual. But they are better when two things are combined. Mm, mm, mm. If you just tuned in, we are listening to the fascinating voice of uh, Bongani Makubule. He is a gospel singer. I told you guys earlier, he sings the subgenre as he so beautifully put it to us, Mukuku. Uh, that is beautiful. We're going to listen to your new song in a bit, Bongani, but I do just want to ask you one question. Earlier, you spoke about the fact that um, many of the choir singers that you sang with for years have passed on. How do you deal yes. with loss and how do you manage to continue uh, through the pain of losing people who you ministered with for years? In 2008, uh, August, I lost the last member of the group. Mm. Uh, when he passed on, he passed on on a Thursday, uh, prior to the Mukuku prayer on Wednesday. We were together uh, the previous Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knocked off at around 10 uh, p.m., then he was telling me things that I would not uh, make sense of. I made sense of those things when I heard the news around eight that he had passed on. So it's a, a very difficult feeling to, to, it's a very difficult thing to deal with loss. However, uh, towards the end of the year, 2008, the most difficult year to me, uh, uh, I was awake. I was not. I was. I was not asleep. It was around half past nine. I heard a voice saying to me, "With you, I'm going to give you a second chance. Hmm. Grab that chance and never look back. Uh, I am going to choose you to speak about this thing, no matter what circumstances you you experienced or situations you have gone through." I was with you and I'm still going to be with you. So I'm, 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 I'm inspired. I'm, I'm fueled by those words, which mm. uh, I believe were words straight from Jesus Christ himself, talking to me, telling me of what I need to do. And amongst the conversation that I had with the, the voice, it told me that it will never be easy and I'm not going to give you money. That is why in my biography, it says material stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you money for doing music, but your family will be looked after. It will be taken care of. So from that moment on, I realized that I, my connection with the spiritual father, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus Christ himself, was very huge then. I need not to disappoint him because I got a second chance, something that many of us do not get. And I have proof that my friends passed on just left, right and center of my view. I was watching when these things happened. So 
it was difficult to deal with loss, but I have never looked back and I'm not planning to look back. Just uh, very quickly, talk to me about this song, Bongani. When did you receive it from God and what does it mean to you? Uh, I was on my way to to Botswana uh, last year in December. Uh, I was driving there, uh, going to Botswana. I realized that uh, something was missing with uh, many of us. We can see, but we are blind. Mm-hmm. spiritually mm-hmm. Uh, we we just have to uh, ask God to open our eyes just like he did uh, to the guy called Bartimeu uh, whose eyes were closed for a very long time uh, I've realized that many people do evil not because uh, they intended to but because their spiritual eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. So for my sake, for me to know and understand what needs to be done, how it needs to be done, who should I do it to? The only thing is for God to open my spiritual eyes. So mm-hmm. without the spiritual eyes opened, I find myself sailing like a ship that has been uh uh, doesn't have a sailor or a captain. So mm. the captain of the ship should at least do me a favor, open my spiritual eyes so that I can know what to do and how to do it. So it's a prayer to God to open not only my eyes, but if God can open just eyes of a million people in South Africa, then they will lead us to the right direction. And what we do on Sundays in our churches will mm. definitely matter to God. Absolutely. And we have such an important role to play. I think that in the landscape of the South African politics, next year is a very big year for us as Christians as well. Why do you think it is so important that we are able to perceive things, as you just explained, in the spirit um, even as it pertains to our politics in the country or our leadership in the country, so that we can help shape the future for the next generation. You know, um, it is important that we are able to discern and perceive even when it comes to these decisions, Bongani. Yeah, uh, the decision to stop, the decision to go ahead, the decision to make a U-turn and the decision to exit is determined by the spiritual eyes. Now, Mm. our leaders, in fact, to be precise with them, they need the spiritual eyes more than anybody else, especially for South Africa. Uh, If the eyes of our spiritual leaders could open now, the spiritual eyes could open now, I tell you, next month will be very different. So we need leaders whose eyes, whose spiritual eyes have been opened because uh, they can even put on their spectacles but still not see what they need to do, still not see the direction that they need to take the country to. A country that is ungodly, a country that is like South Africa needs people with spiritual eyes, people who are going to meet and say, you see, guys, uh, let us have a national day of prayer. Let mm. us at least invest some of the money in true prayer. Let us just seek God 
ourselves as leaders because we've been trusted with a very big responsibility by God. Now, do we have the relationship with that God that we are talking about? What does it say to us? How mm. does it feel about the way we are doing things right now? Then they will understand that only God can save us because mm. the wisdom comes from God. Uh, one big man in the Bible, we are told that he was given an opportunity to ask whatever from God because he was found to be to have pleased God. And he said, I'm asking for wisdom. Mm. And without wisdom, I don't see anybody prospering because wisdom gives us everything. If you are wise, you can get your your children uh, to a good school. You can get your children to get food. And you can look after your children. Everything will be just smooth for you because you've got the biggest word, wisdom. And wisdom only comes from God. Mm, absolutely. I, I'm really enjoying this conversation and I wish we had more time because I, I, I sense there's so much more to draw from you. But I do want to ask you this. Uh, it is Women's Month and as a teacher, you also have um, a glimpse into our next generation of ladies. I want to ask you, what role do you think? What contribution important contribution do you think men as leaders and fathers need to make to our young ladies to ensure that we raise a strong next generation of women, female leaders, preachers, you know, uh, leaders in our communities from your perspective? From my perspective, I think we just have to acknowledge that both genders are experiencing challenges. Yeah, They need each other. That is number one. Uh, when we need each other, it means that we need to acknowledge each other as human beings. Mm. If we acknowledge uh, as men, as if we acknowledge uh, women as leaders, uh, would be it would be easy for us to, to nurture them, uh, show them love, support them. Uh, I was raised by a mother. Mm. Uh, if you are talking to me, you must understand that you are talking to somebody who was raised by a woman. Mm. Uh, women make leaders. Mm. Women are leaders themselves. Yeah. Let us give them an opportunity to exercise their leadership. Lastly, very important. So I think also women themselves, they need to give one another a chance to live. To, mm. to lead. Uh, the mentality of women against women is the one that makes women not to be recognized by uh, uh, some of the the, 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 the leadership structures. Mm. But I personally feel that women are good leaders. And I, I'm not buying your eyes when I'm talking about that. But <laughs> you find a pastor in church who's married to a strong woman and mm. you see how powerful the pastor is. Uh, you find a leader of society who has a, a very good wife or a woman behind him. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll understand how powerful that person is. So the strength comes from a woman and say, you, my man, can do it. So we as men should do the very same thing and say, you, my woman, you can do it. You are very powerful. And then we give them support in all aspects. Then you will see that women are really strong. Love powerful. it. 
Love it, love it, love it. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. We are um, listening to the voice of Bongani Hubert Makubule. He is a science gospel singer, music producer, teacher by profession, all the way from Mpumalanga. And I love the history that he gave. He's been in the music industry since 1998. Uh, so we are running out of time, as I said, but I want to find out from you what's next. Uh, what do you believe God wants? to do through you and your music next uh, because uh, I'm praying for my spiritual eyes to be opened and many of other people's eyes to be opened uh, what I do is to allow God to lead the way but I've vowed I've taken a decision never never to lose uh, the direction or get lost of the direction that he's taking me to I'm still going to make more music. I'm still going to talk to people. Even this morning, I was talking to my family. We've got a WhatsApp group. I was telling them the very same thing I tell people that I meet, that people must do good, then God will continue to do good to them. Yeah. You do good to others, then God will do good to you. And that is the gospel. Gospel is good news. We share what God has done to us, not only the good things, but the bad things that have happened and only making them understand that we have been into very bad situations, but the most precious thing is life. I still have my life. If somebody has their life right now sitting uh, uh, in the sun, uh, trying mm -hmm. to get heat from the sun, not knowing the direction they have to take right now to get their kids to, to, to school or get their kids to, 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 to get food. Mm. Uh, they're unemployed. Uh, they don't have homes. Life is just upside down. The precious thing is life. Mm. Uh, let us just turn our faces towards Jesus. Let us just turn our faces towards God. Believe in him. Pray to him. Seek his guidance. I tell you. I always tell those who are very close to me that if it doesn't give you attention, then you are not talking to the right person. Mm. Or that person is still making a way for you. When he makes the way for you, you'll definitely enjoy it for the rest of your life. And your kids, your grandchildren, and your great-grandchildren will enjoy the life. It's not only about you mm. to receive what you are going to receive. It might come, a blessing might come to you through your child. It might come to you through your wife. It's still a blessing. Let us just be careful that we don't say we have not received blessings when we are just blessed beyond measure. 